People like games. What's up, folks? It's Reggie with People Like Games with another episode of Story Mode. In honor of the recently confirmed revival of the series, let's take a look at the creation of the original Dead Space. This horror phenomenon started development at EA's Redwood Shore office around 2005. At the time, Vice President Glenn Schofield and his team were working pretty exclusively on licensed titles for their massive parent company. But Schofield had already been working on unique IP like Gex and Legacy of Cain in his old job at Crystal Dynamics. When he made the move to Redwood Shores, it wasn't long before he and the team were itching to work on their own IP. Schofield and co were looking to develop the next System Shock sequel. Peep the story mode on Bioshock for a bit more on that series. But with the release of 2005's Resident Evil 4, the direction of their ideas was focused more towards the horror genre. A nice change of pace for a team working mostly on rated T games. Schofield had been playing with an idea for a game called Rancid Moon, basically a prison escape in space. This concept was the backbone of Dead Space, but Resident Evil 4 would help shape the series into what we know it as today. And with that new inspiration, somehow Glenn was able to convince EA to let the team start work on their own title, with a catch. They were only given about six months to present the content. And the team went to work immediately. Knowing it would take a lot to convince EA's bigwigs, Schofield knew a proof of concept and some artwork wouldn't be enough. After the six months were up, they presented the higher-ups with a 15-minute playable demo. Think of it like PT was for Silent Hills. After getting the green light, the team was able to fully, truly dive into the small details. Their real intention was to truly scare the player, and the sci-fi basis was their ticket to making themselves different from other games in the psych horror genre. One of the first steps in that fear was the development of your main character, Isaac Clark. Isaac was chosen as an everyman and given the job of engineer. In this regard, the player could much more readily put themselves in Isaac's position. Rather than some space marine a la Doom guy, Isaac was just a regular man. The team would even go deep into his backstory during development, reaching parts of his personality that would never overtly make their way into the game, if only to picture how the real person Isaac would react in certain situations. The next massive step for the fear department came from the sound. Dead Space's ominous soundtrack is filled with the typical creaks and sudden jumps of the horror genre, but the sounds of the enemy aliens was a truly horrible concept, most notably the lurker. The team at Redwood would combine baby cries with animal roars to create some honestly wretched sounds. They also developed a sound system called the fear emitter used to amplify sound as you approach. But the biggest piece of the fear puzzle was the decision to go without a HUD. While a heads up display is useful and conveys pretty much all of your necessary information, the HUDless approach does two things for Redwood. One, by keeping the player in the dark, it creates even more tension. And two, the immersion factor. Not many games can make you truly feel like you're wearing the suit, even when it's in third person. And Dead Space is a shining example of immersion done right. But like I said, there's a lot of necessary information. So your HUD would incorporate into gameplay through Isaac's suit, only giving you the information you're looking for when you really need it. Isaac's health showing up on his back, or his ammo revealing itself only when he pulls out his weapons are just a few examples. But one of my favorite and the most unique aspect of Dead Space was the strategic dismemberment style of combat that Schofield and his team developed. By changing your kill method, the team was able to add strategy and variety to combat. Now, instead of running into a room and spraying, the player had to intentionally take out limbs to stop enemy movement. Headshots basically became obsolete, and this would even open up their ideas for enemy designs creating progressively more grotesque aliens. After about three years of work, 
Dead Space released on October 13th, 2008 to mostly high praise. The atmosphere, action, and innovations on the horror genre were generally well-received, with a few reviewers docking points for a padded and apparently derivative storyline. But looking back, publications have started calling it one of their greatest games of all time, at least within horror, looking past some of the complaints upon release and once again praising the way Dead Space was able to create fear for the player in new ways. Sales were a bit slow to start, but reviews would spread the good word on the game, and in less than a year, Dead Space would reach a million sales. After a disappointing initial launch, Dead Space made up for lost ground, eventually earning itself two sequels. And while the series has been dead since its third installment, released in 2013, we finally gotten confirmation of a new and improved remake, including some cut content and cutting out some of the fat from the original game, now with some input from fans. But that's all I've got time for today, folks. Tell me about your favorite Dead Space moments down in the comments, and I'll be back next week with some more gaming history. Peace.